0: Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. I'm an addict and alcoholic. This is a show for other addicts and alcoholics and also for their families and for anyone who knows us. If this is your first time listening, we have over 300 episodes in the bank. You can go back and listen to all of them. If you can't get to a meeting right now, which is completely understandable, you can go back and listen to any of our episodes. Please do. We welcome you. And if you like what you hear, Please rate, subscribe, and like us, because it makes me happy. Gives me a reason to wake up tomorrow. Welcome to episode three in my three-part series with my friend Sarah. So far, we've discussed her stage four metastatic ovarian cancer, and now's the hard part where I have to get honest. As most of you know, I did not do this show to look good. I did this show to show you what it looks like to be an alcoholic and an addict, which I am, and I still suffer. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the choice I made in the midst of terrible suffering and the denial and shame that comes with it. Let's join the conversation.
1: Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keyes. You're going to now two meetings a day?
0: Well, I mean, not yet today, but yeah, I'm going to. And it's kind of It's the shame. It's the shame. It's the shame of raising my hand as a newcomer.
1: You know? I had to do it yet. Have you successfully done that yet? I've
0: done it, but I did, you, you were at the meeting. I I didn't raise my hand as a newcomer, but I shared the speaker. exactly yeah. what happened.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that we talked about this. I think it's. I. You, I bet you, you, know, you do a whole show on fear of announcing yourself as a newcomer when you've been around, I bet there's so many people or, or a collection of those stories.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know there is, it's just that it took me like 20 years to get five and a half. And I went out on the dumbest shit. You know, it's like, my husband was like, do you know how much vanilla extract costs? I'm like, fuck yeah. Cause I've been buying it. <laughs> Twenty dollars for like two ounces, and like, why wouldn't you just go across the street and get vodka for like five dollars and I'm like, well, because that's booze. that's what my mind tells me. vanilla extract was booze also like i
1: really I do a good job aligning to myself it's amazing it's- am- <laughs> the denial is so fascinating, you know it is. I mean, we just create these like uh, things in our mind. For me, you know, being as I have had these issues with worrying about that I'm using too many of the opiates, and like, I, you know, I thought I, I what I came to, I eventually came to, was the idea that I'll, after this is all over, I'll, I'll worry about it then, whether I want to reset my yeah. sobriety date, but I'm not going to do it till then. And I, yeah,
0: you don't. Anyway, it wasn't a toothache. It's fucking cancer. It's medicine. No, no,
1: no. Yeah, as long as I don't snort my meds, that's going to be the, that's one of them. Like. Oh. It's a, I have to, I cannot crush them up and snort them.
0: Absolutely. And don't try to shoot them either, because I, oh, I got the worst abscess when I did that one time in the 90s. Yeah,
1: never, never shoot pills. You have to like. Yeah, yeah don't <laughs> shoot pills. <laughs> no, bad idea, Jeans. OK, so I'm not going to shoot. Or snort my pills. Right. And you don't need to. You're taking them
0: for your actual pain. Like if yeah. I was going to take it, it'd be for <laughs> the pain of life. <laughs> oh, I feel bad about relapsing. Let me take a pill.
1: But life Thank has you. pain too. You know, it's just a weird thing. And then there was this girl I spoke to who uh, who was managing without it. What, you have? Yeah. Well, she said she was.
0: Well, you know, I don't think her shit was as bad as yours, first of all. And anybody would say, that's somebody, that, that's somebody literally putting themselves through pain for no reason. For no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. That's what my dad's sponsor said. And this guy's hardcore. Like Mm. I said, he's got 40 some odd years. But like, yeah, he told my dad, he's like, you literally are going through chemo pain. You're going to take that damn pill.
1: Chemo does suck.
0: Oh God, I know. I know. You know, and my my friend that I told you about in AA, uh, who I I saw right before she passed away, she was on morphine. She didn't feel bad about it, Mm. nor
1: should she. She was fragile and breaking. It's funny. Sickness is so weird. Like they say, you know, is alcoholism a sickness? Yes. The Both of them, both cancer, every other sickness I've had and addiction, both require so much time spent in the bathroom, staring at the tiles in the bathroom. I know. <laughs> it's gotta be a disease. Cause else why else would I, okay. Just staring at the tiles or clean, you know. And alcoholism is the only disease you can get yelled at for fucking
0: having. So it's like. You know, I mean? Noise know, like, you have cancer. That's totally. <laughs> really? totally I, I totally stole that from Mitch Hedberg. He's one of my favorite comedians. But he said that I, I was like, that's genius. It's that's a heroin overdose. <laughs>
1: but that's totally- there, there is a facet of the uh, new age movement that does think that that we're all kind of our thoughts do create our body's condition. I mean, yeah, it's a little, yeah. But it, it, there's a little bit of it's. It's being renounced, I think. I don't think anything anybody thinks you're causing yourself cancer, but it's certainly convenient.
0: It's so eighties. It's so 80s, <laughs> you know, like crystals and auras. Because my friend yeah. Leslie, who I told you about when she was dying of cancer, like so she's got metastatic, you know, stage four breast cancer. She's in the in the grocery store buying, she was addicted to Diet Coke. She loved that shit. She's buying Diet Coke. Some woman from AA with no health problems whatsoever walks up to her and goes, you do know that Diet Coke causes cancer. You should drink. Ooh. I know, right? I was like, ooh, I would have stabbed her. Like, but unlike me, Leslie doesn't carry knives or didn't carry knives.
1: God rest her soul. <laughs> Self-righteousness is so annoying, especially when you're like, you know.
0: Especially when they don't know, when they don't know dick about it, but they read an article or they listen to Marianne Williamson, you know, or Deepak Chopra or like whatever.
1: You know, that line, I must've told you this one. So I forget who, told, who said it, I don't, maybe who knows who said it, but um, dear God, make me a seeker of truth and spare me the company of those who have found it. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. that's good. I can't figure out whether that's anti AA though. Either way, it's good. It's good. It's not, I don't think it's anti-AA. You know, we we, we try so hard to talk about suggestions and this and that and, you know. Right.
0: And that's all I'm getting from the people that I've been talking to because they're people who have been through shit. They're evolved people. And mm-hmm. there are people who are not and they're like, you need to go to a meeting and raise your hand as need to, You know what I mean? And it's like, and, and those are of course the people that my mother told about what happened to me
1: when it wasn't her business. I am so sorry about that. I, 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 I think, oh. you know, there's that. There's a section um, in AA about gossip. Where's the big book? We should look it up. I'm gonna look it up after we're done here. There's a section where it talks about gossip. I don't know where mine is. I should be behind me. Um, and I'm really sorry that you had to experience that. I really am. It, it's yeah. one of the things in the land of the living. You know, it's one of those things hopefully I'll, I, I won't tune into as I, as I receive from this life. No matter what anybody says, whatever they find out about me from my notebooks after I'm gone. I, I hope I don't hear the gossip. And I'm sorry that you had to suffer from. Yeah, me all
0: I'll do what you want with them. It was a little less gossip and a more like you need Al-Anon and you need to stop being addicted to us alcoholics and addicts and controlling our lives. And then when someone, when you call somebody who actually has a lot of time in recovery and they're like, when was the last time you were in an Al-Anon meeting? Cause that's who you should be talking to, not her friends. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. then their response was that she hemmed and hawed. You know, I'm never gonna not love my mother ever. We're always gonna be together. I'm Never gonna not love her,
1: but. I don't blame your mother. I blame the broad who got old chatty cakes with her about her daughter. You know, it's yeah. not like Dana is under the bridge turning tricks and right. you know, and she's lost her I'm arm from steps in. right now. Yeah. No, you know? it's, it's a different story here.
0: It, it was just like I reached out to somebody and, you know, I, I learned my lesson. You don't reach out to people who are in dire need of Al-Anon and don't have a seat there yet. Just reach out to people that you trust and respect and AA. Yeah. And I've done that. Good. You know, I've done that. I reached out to you like- like, you were the first person I wanted to reach out to, just, yeah. yeah. And you've gone public with it. Yeah, I've gone public with it. And I think that's enough. It's like, I think there's a middle ground between me going, and here's my big thing. I don't want to walk into an AA meeting and be like, yeah, hi, I guess I'm a newcomer again. And have a bunch of people walk up and hug me and start going, here's a, here's a copy of Living Sober when I want to be like, I've been doing this for 30 years. I don't need to hear this. Yeah.
1: But I need to find you know a place like, in can that. you raise your hand and say, Hi, um, uh, you know, I have four days sober. I relapse, and if you give me a copy of Living Sober, I will kill you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. If you hug me or try to give me a copy of Living Living Sober, I'll go out and shoot dope in my arm. <laughs> in,
0: my, in my eyeball, like <laughs> Billy Holiday style. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I just want to raise my enemy. And and P.S. Don't fucking hug me. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that would be great. I don't hug you unless I know you. Ugh. Yeah, that's. Can we make T-shirts that say "Don't fucking hug me"? Well, you can because you're. Would you like one? If I made it, would you wear it? I would
0: absolutely wear it. And also, so one of my favorite people in the world was the other drummer in in my dad's band. His name was Mike Hossack. I loved this guy. He was like six foot six and he wore a shirt that said, fuck you. I got
1: enough friends. <laughs> I
0: love it. I know. And okay. I, I, yeah.
1: Fuck I'm making you a don't, don't, don't fucking hug me shirt. Yes. Don't
0: fucking hug me and fuck you. I got enough. friends. <laughs> but can you write, if you, if you do the fuck you, I've got enough friends. Can you quote him and write Michael Hossack? I'm just gonna i just going to do don't, don't fucking hug. hug me don't fucking hug me because I love
1: my Pasadena recovery shirt oh good 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 if you you ever get to go to a meeting again you could wear your don't fucking hug me exactly yes
0: that would be so good and you know I I need to look good again so it's like that's why I haven't gone out in public either because you know I've looked like a bloated up like Sarah I've not seen anyone you wouldn't recognize the person that I've been the past you know I'm so sorry. Months. Yeah, so I've never sorry. felt so ugly. And like, I don't put makeup on anymore. I wash my hair like once every two weeks. I love that I'm saying this on the radio. Like, I like I, <laughs> Remember remember when I get, got married and I was scared and you said, look, all it means is you have to bathe just a little bit more. You don't remember telling me that, do
1: you? I don't. Oh, you I do. like it though. And it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh.
0: I gotta take a bath before I go to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, or so normally like, yeah. I skip a day. Listen, <laughs> you know, sometimes so, you know, I've been, I've been, since, even though cancer is awful and I'm not going anywhere, and who gives a shit? I still, I still get in the shower in the mornings. Yeah, you morning. got that One of the things I printed this out just for the hell of it. One of the things is cleanliness one of the it tells you how to live i'm telling you yoga philosophy is awesome it just says keep clean yeah it's just like one of the things you should do and that's what i was not doing for a few days
0: i was like i'm just here i'm gonna stay in bed i'm not gonna go to the gym i'm not gonna do anything therefore i
1: don't need to bathe because i have not sweat hang on someone's at the door hi i'm on the radio with dana say hi hi larry are you Are you? you on the radio live Hello, Larry. No, Hi, Larry. you'll yeah. be horrible. It's a podcast, but you'll still be on the we'll podcast later. I just came to see the head. <laughs> I just um, wanted to see this. Larry. Yeah, so we did this. I um, I've been working with uh, these things. Uh, wig heads, meat head.
0: Oh, mannequin heads. My mom has a few of those. Oh, they're oh, that's beautiful. Look so at now.
1: It. I want to make my own, like with like two heads or three foreheads or many. Oh, heads. Nice. We have stuff to fill in? Yeah, we have the resin we that we put in it. there. So I'm making Congrats. molds so that I can do unusual wig heads. And Georgia will be doing the hair for them. Of course she will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who
0: that one looks like? She looks like Candy Darling, uh, Andy Warhol's cohort. Yes. Her, like,
1: yes. Yeah, I was thinking what she looks like. She's beautiful. She, she's beautiful, but I have ones that are more beautiful. Bye-bye. Yes. Yeah, isn't that cool? God bless Sully for helping me with that.
0: My mom has those in her studio, too. She's always had those in her studio for some reason. But yes, it also because she grew up in a children's clothing shop with a lot of mannequins. So mannequins are, I guess they mean something to her.
1: I've been, I like, I mean, it's too bad there's no visuals on the show, but I've been doing things with, I like taking body parts. Here's this guy, is the god of luck.
0: I, all your stuff has to go into like a museum or like, a uh Sarah shrine or something. Well I'm
1: I'm I'll make a shrine to you if you die, but you're not gonna die. You cause... don't need to make a shrine, but I'll definitely give you a piece of work. I'm a piece of work. You're a, I'll no, a piece so of work. You can definitely come and take a piece of work. I can't can work. Yeah yeah. The clowns? Clowns are yours. Oh there you go. It. Clowns I the left of me clowns to the right. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle with you, yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: God, yeah. a DJ would.
1: <laughs> Can I bathe in your tub too? I have the best tub. I know you have the best tub. I want to bathe you in it. Like tub. I'm so lucky, you know. I, I I am. Even though I know I have this bad diagnosis, I like my husband is so kind and generous, and has decided yeah. as his, as his last gift to me to be like the ideal husband. To you know, he's just like been like Mister Cancer. He's been really great. Oh. And I have a fantastic house and a great bathtub. Oh, I, I never love your house much money. You know, This is the time in my life where I've been, I'm materially comfortable. I mean, imagine I lived in a fifth floor walk up and had nobody, it would be really hard.
0: Or imagine yeah. if you lived in that place in uh, like Glen Park or wherever it was, where you were like, if I live here, I will jump off the balcony and die. Remember that part? Yeah, yeah. That would I don't live up. there. <laughs> You know, that's how I felt in San Francisco. Like, God forbid something happened to me. That, that's probably when the vanilla started, you know, because it was like, oh, look, I just stepped on a crack pipe. Oh, look, I just stepped with a needle. You know, that, that's not good for any recovering heroin addict at all. For
1: me, and addict. for me, Palo Alto is where I crash landed. So it was so I, clean, I so perfect. There wasn't even garbage cans on the street. And yet that was where I, I got my most crazy in the midst of this beautiful suburb where I just want to shoot children on bicycles.
0: I, I would do, I know, I feel the same way. Like I, yeah. I, need, I need a house on the hills. And then when you go way down the hill, there's the filth.
1: Yeah, that's, the filth. that's what I have, that's my life. I know, I know, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, it, it is really nice, I'm, I'm grateful for it. And if I do recover, it's gonna be interesting. I get to have, that will be really interesting.
0: Well I know because we just got a house and there's a whole bedroom with a private entrance for you to come visit. Yeah. Sure I can come too. Cool.
1: And yeah. and we won't have to wear masks, hopefully, really soon. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Not I'm so glad that you're okay now. And I know this is rough and I know it's humiliating, but it's just maybe the worst it'd be is humiliating,
0: you know? It's just shameful, you know. Yeah, I like I feel I mean, I know no one in the program is judging me, but I feel like everyone else is. Or going oh you know or, or my family in the south going oh bless her heart here she goes again you know when when before every time I would come back there they'd be like I'm so proud of you girl you know yeah, I, I would get all see that. it
1: differently I see I see maybe maybe I'm I hope I'm not giving you some sort of spiritual bypass here but honestly I see it as as very sad only. And I have enormous empathy just because it's it's not like a flagrant party. It's like the act of a girl who's desperate to stay clean, to stay within the confines of the program, to yeah. live this way of life honestly in the midst of horrible suffering. You know, I mean, that's really how I see it. I, 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 this is so clearly not like, you know, a fuck it indulgence. This is you really trying to, you know, live in between in between not step on the cracks. And, it, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately it doesn't work. You know, there is no way it's too, it's, but I see you as really having tried, trying really hard to stay within the program. And so you relapsed, you know, it's not like you didn't try, look, you went out on vanilla, you know? <laughs> I know,
0: I know. And it's like, I. it's like people were like, do you because I've always said, like, if I go out on one thing, I'm going to go fucking full tilt boogie and fuck shit up, you know, mm-hmm. and I've always said that. So I've had a lot of people freaking out like you, you don't feel like using heroin, do you? And it's so funny because my my answer is, dude, I am too old. To drive to East LA and cop, and then figure out where to get the needle, and then drive it home, and then not have my husband notice it. Like I'm too old. Like I just don't even have the energy for that anymore. I didn't want to relapse.
1: No, I you think didn't. That's a lot of relief. Yeah, I don't. I don't see this as like fuck it. You know, no, I see I this like- as really, really trying to live within within the lines. And yeah, just, for this minute in time, it was too hard. It was. It was. Yeah. I just need relief in a lot of ways. Give yourself a break. You went out on vanilla, okay? Like you have to give yourself a break. This is not I think like you are
0: really innocent or really lame. That's what I can't figure out. It, it's, it's, it's like it's like you went on a nitrous. It sounds <laughs> like that to me.
1: <laughs> no, it, if if anything, it's just it's sad because I I all I can think about is how hard you were trying to stay sober. You were trying so hard that you thought you know that this was. You know, Nitrous sounds fun.
0: Yeah, but it's like it's like it, it's like it's shorter than crack. It's literally like one point five seconds. <laughs> well, <that's> gone. <laughs> oh, and then what you got to go to a check, like, well, because you can do it with whipped cream. But then what you go to a sex shop and like get the whole thing. Oh, God. Like, why don't I do some amyl nitrate and then go back to like, you know, Studio 54. <laughs> I'm going to go through all that shit.
1: Like I what remember is, doing uh, that stuff in, in high school. <laughs> you were in class we did it like like the teacher would turn his back and it would be like these are bad stories would so be like and the your bottle of whatever it was and it was like
0: <laughs> that's so east coast i love it <laughs> let me tell, let me ask you about one thing okay so your surgery is coming up yeah it's next Thursday. It for
1: what i know what it's for but like what exactly are they doing so what it was is they, they, they give you all this chemo in the hopes that the cancer will contract so right. that they don't have to take out too many vital organs. Right. So in trouble. I couldn't do, so, I couldn't do this, the uh, surgery right away because it was on certain things. So the chemo is an attempt to, so that you don't have to have your spleen, your liver, your- It shrinks it. Your perineum, whatever, whatever right. horrible things are down there. They right. don't have to take them all out. Right. So now, hopefully, it's shrunken, uh-huh. and they just need to. I don't. The guy said the the guy, my lovely surgeon, who's a really nice guy. Also, shout out to this he guy. What Stanford? His wife Stanford, is, his wife is Zen magic? cancer. What his name? Zen Magic. No, <laughs> there's literally a, a cancer guy at
0: Stanford named Zen Magic. I'm not I kidding. Have to
1: look him up. Hang on, I'm writing this down. I'm looking him up. His name is not Zen Magic. It's literally Zen Magic, but it's not spelled like it's like
0: Zen Z E N, and then but Magic is like M A G U C K.
1: Is this his yes. given name?
0: Yes, and I, I know I I know someone who went through cancer the with Zen magic uh, prostate cancer at Stanford yeah Zen doctor Zen magic ask about it
1: I will he says that he, you know they don't exactly know he knows when he sees like pornography he knows it when he sees it so he they go inside <laughs> and definitely definitely I get like a, a hysterectomy in the ovary and the ovarian and the ovaries um, get taken out and oh. then hopefully not too much else right. Yeah, that's the goal, but you know,
0: some stuff goes right. I know, like the Whipple procedure with with uh, pancreatic cancer. I know sometimes they can open it and it's like, oh, it's all over the yeah. I mean, but, but ovarian, I think. I mean, I'm hoping I'm knocking on wood, like that it's gonna be it's gonna be easy, and they're just gonna.
1: He take feels it. positive. He feels very okay about the whole thing. You know, he seems to be very. As I said, they're all very Kit Kat about. <laughs> about your chances like you know if you listen to these guys i might as well like you know put on my bikini and, and schedule a cruise right now It's oh, all yeah. but then again <laughs> then i look on the internet and it's like what metastatic ovarian cancer I, I you know it doesn't sound that good so it's sort of hard to know that's well, why so i'd I like that group. Know? what
0: stay off the internet it's it's you can find every
1: bad answer you want for anything ah oh. yeah so it's hard to know but i know i'm in good hands yeah and then there's three more chemos after the surgery too okay and then then i get to go on a cruise yeah and then you'll
0: have a cute pixie haircut when your hair goes back you'll have a little mia farrow thing going on yeah yeah i know a yeah, yeah. writer in the 90s because your hair's dark so you know
1: you know i like you i had a ton of hair right yeah. a lot of hair and i have to say one upside is that it's not in my way all the time like it used to be you open your drawer where the makeup is and everything and you see like hair everywhere or you come out of the shower and there's hair and it was always black hair following me around everywhere. You know, black hair. There's no hair anymore. Did you shave it? So well, it it fell oh. out And then I shaved it. this oh, That's what I would have done. The person I traumatized was Georgia, our hairdresser. Yes. So the look of shock and pain when I said, Georgia, it's time to cut my hair. And I went like this and hair came out with it. Oh. I was like, her, her, the look like she, I, I shouldn't have done that to her. I didn't realize that how sensitive she it just looked like it was the shock and horror. Her hair like, is deal. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Poor Georgia. But she did such a good job cutting it. And she will again when you get your little wine on a pixie cut.
1: Yeah. When it comes yeah.
0: back. Mm-hmm. And what date is your surgery? So we can all pray to whatever oh, we well, pray. thank you. It's the
1: 29th. At what time, do you know? It's 20, the 29th and I think it's really early in the morning because we're gonna spend the night on the peninsula. Yeah, and, and I think it's, the surgery should be fine, I, think. I, I don't think. I don't think I'm dying from the surgery. I think what happens is the bloody disease comes back. Yeah. At least that's where the internet and the doctor alluded to. That's where the danger comes. Right. Is it's just something that seems to come back a lot. Yeah,
0: and don't talk to normies who are like, don't drink Diet Coke. <laughs> Yeah. It <laughs> has dick to do with cancer. Literally dick to do with cancer. It <laughs> has
1: dick to do with cancer. My experience with the cancer is like, certainly for these past several years, I don't smoke. I do yoga every day and I have this like clean as hell diet. I don't even have spices for the most part, you right, know? no, because of your stomach, because you're, yeah. Ash- you're Ashkenazi, right? Yep. I, I cannot no I- Mexican I live food. living cleaner than I than I do and did, you know? I Right. So- it 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 had nothing to do with behavior, diet, and exercise. Mm-hmm. I've been oh. so clean. It just happened. It's. I think it's. So I call it yoga
0: yogurt. That's what I'm.
1: Yeah, and the the yogurt. I was really attached to the yogurt. When
0: you when you get better, I have a lanai at the house we're getting, and when you visit, you'll have your own entrance. Like I said, very adorable bedroom, your own shower, bath, great shower, and once you feel like it. When you are coming back. to LA. I love LA. Hell yeah. We'll yeah! Come to LA. We'll eat some great sushi and we'll we'll do yoga on the lanai. Okay, okay, I'm totally down. I yeah. I, I, I mean that with my whole heart, like, I,
1: honey. If I'm alive, I'm coming to LA. Good. Yeah. Good. Thank you so, so much. I, I hope person, I'd love to be there. I hope this was an okay podcast, and I didn't chat over you or in your face too much.
0: Dude, every no, the podcasts we do together are the best. Like, like we, we should have our own channel, honestly. Like I don't know. I'm always so, wondering over you. If there was a it happens. It happens. You know, it happens when two people talking. It it, it happens. But no, it it'll sound fine. I know, because I've been doing
1: this. Like it'll be great.
0: And we'll do a live one.
1: Cool. That'd be nice. Yeah. And women of a certain age, go right to the sonogram. Do not do a video visit where you'd chat about your stomach. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my
0: God. Like, cause I've got the fibroid tumors. I'm not gonna do a video chat and then get like a magnifying glass and show my crotch and be like, do you see anything? Like, <laughs> no, I'm going in
1: there. And she's gonna find them Good idea. Do not settle for a video visit. No, not unless you're like, my head hurts. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. Love you, Dana. I love you so much. Mm. Love you so much. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This concludes my three-part series with my good friend, Sarah D. I would like to thank her for being so honest with us, for being such a good friend to me and for helping me through my struggles. Let's all take a minute right now and pray to whoever you pray to, that Sarah gets through her cancer surgery and that she gets better. I would also like to say thank you for bearing witness to my honesty today. This has been the hardest thing I've ever had to say. And it helps that I don't feel judged. I just feel the love. And my only hope is that I was able to help somebody else with my honesty. If you want to be on the show or you know anyone who should be on the show, please contact us. The email is radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can also call or text 415-496-9511 even when we're not in studio. And on all the socials, it's at dana D-A-Y-N-A. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back.